Welcome to the 30 Minutes Podcast, a podcast where three teenagers give their raw, unfiltered, unscripted opinion on random topics. I am your host, Kostup Sattlery, along with my two good friends, Mandip Chetri and Ayan Chowdhury. Episode 3, The Past and the Future. As humans, we always have plans for our future and memories of our past, and I wish to take this episode to reminisce over those and think about the future that could be ours. Your time starts now. Like I, for if you're talking about future plans, I have thought about my future plans and it's been, it's changed so much. So if you think about like future plans includes like careers or what you want to do like in the future, I've gone from becoming, wanting to become like an engineer to wanting to do something in the medical field. So you've had many different like things that you you wanted to do throughout your life, right? Yeah. Okay. Why do you know why they changed over time so much, or is it just like as your interests change? You know. It's like okay, I think yeah, really, what you like what you said. My interests started changing, uh, and when I started doing a little bit research, I didn't find it as interesting. But so, and it's also because, like, I, I didn't, like, my, because my interest, you know, how whenever you're growing, you're just still developing, and my interests started changing over time and time. So what are your interests right now? Uh, je- okay, so, so I guess if you talk about interest, uh, like, I will, like, the idea of creating something and, like, just helping like volunteering and also like i guess running as a way so then how does that build towards your career goal that you wish to have i wish to have a career where uh, where what's it called uh i don't work as much right like not have too many hours of working hour too many working hours and a career where i could be productive like create something like possibly like you know help create medicine uh, further advance like the medicine field and everything mm-hmm. so like an interesting like so not too many work hours but like honest work i guess right yeah that, what that. about you Aya? what about you In, ever since well i have this okay so i'm just related to like when i was a little kid little kid i mean like probably three or four okay so i used to love Legend mcqueen when it came out I mean, I was born in the same year, 2005, so, like, it was a hit. And um, I used to be like, I want to be like Lightning McQueen. I want to do something awesome just like him be so fast. So I used to think I'm going to become a NASCAR race driver. A NASCAR okay. race driver? Like, yeah, I'm dead serious. So then I look back, and I'm like, bro, what the heck was I thinking? Like, NASCAR race driver? What? I mean, then, they, they probably earn a lot, but they have they, – it's probably super dangerous, like – Exactly. And, so, and also, like, I'm not really about that, you know? And so um, then after my NASCAR phase, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to become, uh, what do you call that thing? Oh, um, um, I think it, like, I don't, I forgot. It's on, the tip, it's on the tip of my tongue. I just don't know. It's like. Astronaut? No, it's like when you jump out of a airplane from so many feet high. Like, not, no, but, like, a I think free falling, free falling, free falling. Oh, so like a stuntman, skydiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that. And I, like, and I was like six years old because 
then at that time, I like Sonic the Hedgehog, and he used to do so many like things that like you know, not humanly possible. I used to like, oh my god, I want to be just like him and everything. And now, since like I grown up out of that phase, I want to work in the medical field, just like how Mandip wants to. But I also like think about working in medical medical field as like saving people's lives. Like for instance, I um, let's say I'm like a surgeon and like someone's about to like die and like I suddenly just like you know save their life like that's huge like you don't really save a person's life on every single day basis right yeah so the thought about like just being there for someone like helping them through like a disease or whatever they're maybe going through like if it's you know life or death situations in the hospital room since when I was a child I wanted to be, uh, I watched a lot of uh, Bollywood movies, which if anyone's watched them, you see there's lots of like cops fighting and some and stuff like that. So I wanted to be a police officer. And then like, you know, I just sort of grew out of that phase. And then I wanted to be an astronaut because I was really big on like um, the space and the cosmos. And I still am. I, I, I really like talking about that. And we may actually make an episode about that. Spoiler alert. But um I I wanted to be an astronaut and then I sort of like grew out of that phase and I was like, okay, let's think about something a bit more realistic. And in fact, the first time I actually thought about something like a career that was realistic was in first grade. And it was to be a neurosurgeon. It was to be a, a, a basically a brain surgeon because I heard that they earned a lot of money. And I was like, well, if I have money, then I can buy however many video games I want. So I'll be happy, right? And so I, I sort of just like stayed, stuck with that until like third grade or whatever. And then I just like, I didn't know what to do from then on. Cause I was like, okay, neurosurgeon was like really tough. Like, I don't know. I, I just didn't really feel like that anymore. And then in like eighth grade, I think we started doing, uh, we did this like unit in technology about like what you want to be when you grow up and you know, different. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It was, it was, not, mm-hmm. it was a pretty good, nice unit. And um, that's when I first, like, that's when the world of financial, like, the financial world was unearthed to me. Like, I saw, like, all the cool things that you could do as a financial manager or a financial analyst or a CFO of a big company, for instance, like, investment, like, all these people, they, they have so much knowledge of, like, the stocks of, of, of different things around the world, and that helps them not only with their career but also in their daily lives so you know I, I thought like why not you know stick with that so my goal my goal right now in the future is to get a financial MBA and hopefully get into some sort of like financial managerial uh, job if I can like later on I feel like uh, when we look at when we look back at this podcast like this certain episode and we just have a different uh, career and we're just we're just here, uh, just like we're just like looking back in the past, seeing how much changes. Because I feel like we're gonna keep on, we're gonna keep changing as we go. We might yeah. possibly uh, find a new career. Because like your parents, like you know how your parents, like how we all wanted to do something in the medical field, and your parents always, your parents are like, go be a doctor, make money. Yeah, pretty much. That That's also one of the reasons, because, like, my mom wanted to be some form of doctor, and I was like, ooh, brain surgeon sound, seems cool, like, neurosurgeon, so I was like, why not do that? And so, yeah, that's also one of the reasons. But, like, my parents understand 
the decision of, of trying to go to like trying to do a financial MBA because like it's also a really good job. So like you know, they're 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 my parents aren't the typical you have to be a doctor type parents. They're more of like just do something that'll put food on the table and that you enjoy. Yeah, that's what my parents also like sort of. But my mom like okay, that's what my dad thinks. My dad thinks that like go do whatever you want and like just make a living and be happy in life. And then my mom's like. No, you have to do this. You have to do that, and you have to become a doctor and everything. And that's like you know, just sometimes like the medical field is not right for you, or like something like not like what you want to do. And I don't think sometimes parents understand that. Maybe yeah. I don't know. That's just my yeah. Thing. That's the same thing with my dad. He's like, do <clears throat> and then my mom's like, be doctor and everything. <laughs> what I've learned from like looking back at the this stuff is uh, is like all of our decisions of what to be is completely based on inspirations in the past, right? Like uh, police officers, for at least for me, I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a cop because of Bollywood movies. I wanted to be an astronaut because of, probably because of Neil deGrasse Tyson explaining the, explaining the cosmos oh my in God. like one of his interviews or whatever. And like, and, and then financial manager and everything like that. That's all because I see different successful people that have these traits and, you know, it's all it's all inspiration, which I guess inspiration plays a big role into what you want to do in your future as well, right? Yeah. I also think about like okay, so when I was I think last year, I was just like, what if I became like a professional soccer player? But then like I think all my my parents and my parents will be totally against that because, well, don't you like need like need like your parents to get into like career basically because like you need the support. Yeah, yeah, I actually had a yeah. phase for soccer. I had so a phase. I was, I was just like, man, like every single big player that we see today, like Messi, Ronaldo, or Mohamed Salah, like they all say things like, I think my mom, I think my family or whatnot, because like their family was like supporting them throughout like their journey, right? Yeah. And then so when I look at like, for example, me, I'm like, bro, that's not going to happen because my parents are like totally against that. Yeah, my I actually also I was saying this earlier. I had a phase uh, where I wanted to be a soccer player as well, but then I I came to realize that like being a soccer player is not a very stable job because you're going to be shifting from team to team. You may get deals, you may get kicked off. It's it's not really like an injury will stop you from doing the job itself, and like it's not it's not something that you can retire with, right? You, like people when in any form of athletics, people retire early. Like, you can't do it until you're 65 or something. You can only do it until, like, late 30s, maybe early 40s, right? But again, like, some athletes do have, like, a, like a degree in, like, something else and that they do, like, a side job. Like, there's this guy named <clears throat> Keelini, I think. That's his name. And he has a degree in the medical field. I don't know, like, exactly what. But I think that he works, like, part-time in the hospital, like, on off-season. Aren't, um... Isn't isn't Luis Suarez from like FC Barcelona also a doctor? Or no, just no. Okay. Suarez is not a doctor. Suarez okay. is not anything. Bro, he just bites people's shoulders, but he's a really good player. But like, he should become a dentist. <laughs> he should totally become a dentist. He just tells like someone, like some kid, in, like a dentist office, like, you know, this one time I bit someone's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, what were you saying, Mandip? If we talk about athletics, I want to do something athletic in my life. Not like become a professional athlete. You know those endurance events like triathlons, Ironmans, and something? I want to like complete those type of things someday in the future. 
Yeah. Actually, most uh, runners, like if uh, most people that run like short distances, like 5Ks and 10Ks and stuff for um, when they're younger, generally move to longer, more enduring tasks uh, as they get older. Like Elliot Kipchoge used to do like 5Ks and 10Ks. And now he goes and now he does like marathons and stuff. Because um, as you get older, you can't put out as much force to travel as fast. So, yeah, I mean, it, like, I guess that's a good thing about running. It has a fallback plan if you end up being like, if you end up growing a little older, you could just go to a further distance, right? Because like in soccer, I don't think there is like, is Ayan has to correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I don't think soccer has like a thing where if you get older, you can just do, like, a different version. I know there's futsal, which is, like, indoor soccer, but I don't know if that's for older people. Well, here's the thing, right? Okay, so, without a doubt, soccer in Europe is, like, very, very, very difficult. Especially for, like, the top players. Like, you still, like, Messi, Ronaldo do not win things every single year. It's always going to be, like, they have to go, even though they're, like, arguably one of the, great, like, the two greatest players of all time, they still have to go against, like, a bunch of other good people, right? Yeah. So what they do is that when they retire, they either, um, they do, they come to, they, they go to Japan or they go to China and they play because it's obviously going to be easier over there. They don't need to, like, actually, like, train so hard because they've been doing that all their life. Or, like, if you're just locked on, you just come to America and just school everyone. Or what they do is they take part in their own club, like the club that they like um, retired from, they go back to that same club and they like do coaching over there or they buy a part of that club or they help that type of club and so we're like, like financially or they just like work for it. Like for example, um, uh, Ronaldinho, he's an ambassador of Barcelona currently and sometimes he helps the La Masia club like the like the academy for like the B team or something like that. That's what I heard. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? Like, okay, so so there are like things that you can do when you grow older. Yeah, like, and um, Xavi Hernandez, I think, I think he he was about to coach like Barca's team, like A team, like the one that you see on TV. So all, like these players, like especially I think in basketball, like they must have like some type of alternate route that they do whenever they retire because they have like so many years to go because they retire at like 35 or 40 or whatnot. And sometimes they also get uh, degrees, right? In college or something and then become a soccer player. I think Juan Mata from Manchester United, he has a marketing degree. Xabi Alonso has a degree in something else business related. And then Keelini has a medical degree. So, like, yeah. they all, like, they all do something. Like, some of them do something, like, educational, like, becoming a doctor, becoming something in the business field, becoming something in the engineering field, something like that. Or sometimes they just, like, you know, help their ex-team club. So, okay, speaking of degrees, what degrees do, do you guys, like, like, where do you guys want to go for college before all this, you know, well, career stuff? Okay, as of right now, like, I'm gonna, obviously, we have, like, our dream school but like getting into there she like that gives me like thoughts like oh bro that's not gonna be like so hard like it's too is it too early to decide like i don't even know like at this point 
if it's too early to decide like where you want to go or like like not where you want to go but like if you can get in there it's not really too like late to too early to decide you could decide but you're just gonna have to once you decide you'll have like some sort of goal and you could finally you could work towards it and have some sort of thing to like leech off motivation from yeah that's true i agree with that 100 percent. but then also i've also talked to like alumni from uh even our school actually who like they they have chosen a like a degree kind of but when they went into college they ended up just like forgetting about it entirely and doing something completely different just to because like i don't know like they just changed their mind and it helped them for the better so i guess like there's never a perfect time to choose because um it'll your the way you want to work will always change right so yeah i know but like but as of now what do you guys like what are your career things uh like our career degrees what degrees or or yeah sorry yeah what what degrees and what college do you want to go to uh for college uh uh, okay, so I've gone through like multiple. I've all I've wanted to go through like you know those prestigious colleges because like your parents are like you should go to one of them and everything. Harvard, Stanford, <laughs> all of those colleges. <laughs> but now after like I did some research and everything, and like some like there's like two colleges that I would like to go to mainly, and those are like either John Hopkins or University of Georgetown. Oh, George, isn't that, doesn't that, like, also have a good cross-country team as well? Oh, yeah, that too, but I found it in, like, I was, like, searching up good pre-med, like, schools to go to and everything, and that was one of them, and it also has a good medical school along with it. Yeah, back when I, when I wanted to do uh, medical, like, stuff, I'd always, I always, like, had my eyes set on Johns Hopkins, and then I sort of, like, first of all, I didn't really feel like doing medical school, and then I also, like, looked at the area that Johns Hopkins is and it's like in Baltimore which is not a very it's like a dangerous city or something and one of the most in, dangerous in the United States or whatever so I, I I just got completely like turned away from that and I was like all right I don't even want to do med, med school to begin with so I might as well just do something else oh yeah I had to plan all this out because remember how in one of our classes we had to like decide what colleges and everything and live a life and careers right yeah yeah uh, well, I picked, like, for my main college, I said I went to John Hopkins, and I didn't live in Baltimore in that, like, time. I, I lived, like, outside of Baltimore, because, like, Baltimore was pretty dangerous, still. It's pretty sus. I actually, like, I, I'm, I'm planning on just staying in-state when it comes to business, because you can get some, like, at least I know UT, or UT Austin, has a really good business school, or not really good, but it has a pretty good uh, bachelor's business program. And it's in-state, right? So it, it would be probably a little bit cheaper and a little bit easier to get into. So, you know, it's yeah. it's something that I can look forward to and not be as stressed about because my parents, like, uh, previously, I'd be thinking, like, okay, U- University of Pennsylvania, Stanford, Harvard, all these things, like, these schools are almost impossible to get into. There's a reason they have, like, a 5% acceptance rate. And I guess it's good to, like, sometimes think about some of the easier schools that will still benefit you because then you can at least um, take some of the stress off your mind. Like, okay, I don't, I don't need to worry this much about colleges because you have at least a decent program in state that you can look towards, right? Yeah. In state isn't that bad, but what about you, Ayan? Do you, uh, do you have any colleges in mind? 
Like, when I see this, it'd be like a huge big shot, but I always wanted to go to Yale because they have yeah. a huge neurology um, department. And I kind of want to do neurology because, well, my brother is autistic. So, like, I just want to, like, you know, understand that fully and, like, you know, also help people who also have brain problems and whatnot. You know, so Yale, is also, Yale also has a really good reputation. But, like, the requirements for it, like, off the chart. <laughs> And yeah. also the acceptance rate. And I and also I don't like live in that same state. So Yale's obviously gonna favor its um you know, people who live in their state rather than people who live in Texas because we're not always gonna be their first choice if we're applying over there from Texas. Yeah. So so do you guys have any like backup plans in case that uh, in case it doesn't work out or are you guys just like yeah, shooting I, for uh, the top? I am uh I, I've thought about it and it's probably gonna be some uh uh, it's probably gonna. I'm probably. I'm also looking at some in-state colleges because, like, you know, it's not like our in-state colleges are that bad. Like, it's just, it's just like not like the colleges. Like, we we think like you have to go to the top to just like sometimes whenever you look at colleges, you think of colleges that are really high up there, like really high percentages, just to just so you can make your parents happy, but not yourself technically. Yeah, I've actually I read this article once that like um it matters less about the college that you go to and more about the degree that you have because um, apparently this this could be completely false but apparently when you get when you do like a job like interview or whatever they care more about the degree and your experience rather than the college that you went to to get that degree but I don't know like it could it could just be like a quality of like learning type thing which is a reason that you go, which would be a reason that you go to like these good schools. But I mean, you never know. You, but there's you know. also, uh, I'm, I, I don't know, but somebody told me like my eighth grade teacher once told me there, he was like, like my old eighth grade teacher, like before, you know how I like moved during in the middle of eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, like he, he was like telling me, he just told me about like this, like, it, the college matters the college you choose matters like on the payment like your salary and everything and also it's a lot easier to get jobs because like there are people from like professors and everything that would like help you find the job and everything in that college apparently oh i never i never thought about those aspects i just sort of thought about like if you have a job interview and it doesn't really matter like if you're how much you're getting paid or whatever if you have a job interview and you do you you're in that interview it matters less about what college you went to and more about the degree that you have and your experience but yeah i agree with that 100 percent because like you can just show up with the uses degree to into and they'd be like so why are you here you know yeah like i mean some people don't even have like the money to go into some of these schools like because of the okay at least this is what i've uh read online again about college prices being super high that's apparently it's because of the previous like I think a couple generations past, um, those people wanted college for free or cheap, or like free or cheap education, right? So colleges would be super cheap then, and like they wouldn't cost much, maybe like below below 10K, I think it was below $1,000 for some colleges or whatever, and and that's really good, right? And then now, because they those people wanted free education, now our education is super costly because colleges have to make money so now you have to pay like so much money just for a year of uh, tuition and room and board and everything so yeah. it's kind of like 
it's kind of daunting, especially because the prices are inflating so significantly. Like in sixth grade, a degree at Harvard would cost around, I think like $45,000 and now it costs upwards of 70K. So it's kind of scary how, how much it's increasing in price and if we'll be able to even pay that uh, when we go to college. And we may have to like go to a worse college just because of the amount of money that college costs at this point. I mean, it's not technically just just because you don't go to Harvard doesn't mean you're going to a worse college. It's just, you know, I'm pretty, it's just, you know, uh, it, it, like you said, it's rather, it's, I think like it's rather the how much effort you put into the college rather than like, you know, a specific college being superior. I never understood that, like saying that um, the amount of A for effort sort of thing, right? Like, oh, you put in effort. That's, that's good enough that you put in your effort. Yeah, but like, if you if nothing comes out of what you did and you just put an effort, you're it's nothing's it's gonna be bad and nothing's gonna happen. It's never gonna work out, right? So I feel like, I mean, yeah, you you put in the effort, which is a good thing, I guess, at the time. But once you start actually like caring about everything, I think it matters more about um, what you've accomplished rather than just your effort, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I had thought the same, but I think what they mean is like the quality of your effort. Like anyone could put in effort and say they tried, but it depends on how much you work for it. Meaning, like I always thought about this. Okay, so I have a cousin who went who moved from Pakistan. And now he goes to UNCG. Okay, he takes part in that university a lot. But wouldn't it be better if you compare two students, for instance? Let's say someone went to Harvard and he has a degree from there and everything, but someone went to like. SMU and they participated in that university so much that they're like a part of that university. Isn't that like a lot better? I guess. Yeah. I mean, that, you... that's another thing of like dedication and rigor, right? Yeah. Putting in effort. Yeah. Or what were you going to say, Mandak? So uh, if we, okay, if we take it into the terms where we could relate to, they're like, you know, how they rank high schools. There's like a number one high school and everything. And like a lot of colleges, whenever they're, whenever you're like searching up how to get into it, they're like, it matters how much you like, like they say, do good on academics, also like participate a lot at your school. And they will like decide and you have to be like balanced in order to be picked over like other people. And I've always thought about what happens if like, there were so many candidates that were all balanced, right? Would they pick someone from their school? Like, doesn't it, does it like matter? Would they pick like a little college? pick someone from their state more than out of state i mean maybe actually I, I all i know is that if you're in state then generally the cost of like you know all the stuff that you need to do costs less and i think it's easier for admission so maybe i don't that's what i've heard i, I don't know for certain though oh i remember reading this book right uh it was this about this college's life right and uh, it's easier, apparently, it's like something to do with Colorado University, how it's easier to um, get, uh, what's it called, get, to get kids from, like, in-state, because it's a lot cheaper, apparently. That's yeah, what yeah, that's, that's, what was, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, in-state colleges, in-state students have it cheaper, and in-state colleges also have it cheaper to get to. Which, I mean, th- that's a plus. If you live in a col- if you live in a state with a really good college, then... I mean, that's a plus for you, right? You get the, you know, you, you go, you have a decent opportunity of getting into a really good college. And you also, if you live near, then you, you don't need to pay as much either. So I mean, two pluses right there. For doesn't, Boston, doesn't Boston also have a high crime rate, like where Harvard is? I think so. I'm, most like, 
probably most big uh, states and cities probably have high crime rate. So, I mean, it, it's something I don't think you can really avoid. And when you go to like uh, where I live, there are, there isn't that high of a crime rate or anything like that. It's one of the safer cities. But then again, it has nothing important, really. It's just like it's a pretty much just a residential city. There's nothing there's nothing big about it. Right. So, yeah. And it depends. Uh, like, you know, the college, college like Harvard, they like Harvard's known for being like one of the oldest colleges or like the oldest college. And I and I remember like in like U.S. history or whatever, they talked about how Harvard first was like a missionary thing. Missionaries, bruh. And I was like, oh wow, Harvard has evolved. And there's all this controversy. Like, there's so much. Like, actually, there's so much, like problems up there as well. Like admissions and everything. Yeah, you know, we we completely we completely um deviated off the topic of childhood memories and future plans we've literally only been talking about colleges what are some of your childhood memories then that are related to your future plans or whatever that you can think of mandip oh, you have any okay okay so okay childhood memories that relates to my future plan right yeah so if i think of one it would be okay uh okay so it's like okay uh i don't okay if i think about my like future plans that were supposedly supposed to be like i remember when i said i wanted to be like an engineer and everything yeah but at that time right i was really into robots and robot making so me and and me and my cousins started this robot type of making business but it wasn't like actual making robots we used paper to make like robot designs and everything and and you made a business out of it like you sold them Oh, we tried selling them, but yeah, it didn't work out. It failed. I still have the sketches from it, but uh, of those robots. And I had now like I joined the robotics club this year. And now I know what it, like, <laughs> what it takes, need, what, what it ha- what you need to make a robot and everything. Now I realize that uh, we weren't really making robots. It was just some art thing. <laughs> yeah. When I was um, oh, that's the timer. Okay, uh, I'll say a couple of words. I'll finish what I was saying. So when I was young, I actually, um, whenever I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, this was like first through third grade, right? In second grade, I was super big on just like learning about the brain and everything about it. And then to like one time we had this like show and tell thing in class in second grade in like in school. And I told, so I, I talked about the brain and everything, right? And I didn't actually like, Nobody understood what I was saying, but then the teacher, like, apparently the teacher was really, you know, uh, pleased with what I did. So when I was cleaning my room a couple of days ago, I actually uh, came across this letter that was like, um, it, it was a sort of like a, a letter before we went to summer. And she sent, she gave a couple of letters to like the, uh, I don't know, maybe her favorite students. I don't know. But I got a letter that was like, I saw a letter that said, um, uh, uh, thank you for being in my class. I hope like one day you'll become the neurosurgeon that you always wanted to be. And now I feel kind of awkward because it's like, well, I just sort of, you know, completely deviated from that path. And it's kind of, you know, I, I feel bad, but I also am like, you know, I much, I much prefer to go into the financial industry and such. So, okay. okay. Anyway, we're running out of time. Last words from, from all of you guys. Mandip? Okay. When thinking about future plans, uh, from everything we've discussed, 
it's kind of interchangeable. So, like, what you think now won't be the same as what you're probably going to do in the future. Everything will be most likely different because that's, that's pretty normal to people. All right. Ayan, do you have any last words? I'm talking about this. Let's make sure you have a plan B, C, D, E, F, G, so on, so forth, in case something happens. Okay. And, um, yeah, <laughs> and the numbers, and the numbers as well. Yeah, don't forget the numbers. That's the most. <laughs> Every single thing. Anyway, okay. For me, my advice is uh, to stop worrying so much about college and everything, because what I've learned from this is that nobody has their life put together. Like, none of us know exactly what's going to happen. We don't have any idea of what we need to do and how much we're going to need to pay and where we're going to stay and not anything like that. So if you feel like you're behind and everyone else is ahead of you in the game, don't worry. Because the likelihood is that you're probably, they're probably just as confused as you are. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did, uh, stay tuned for the next episode, which will come next week. Thank you.